Welcome to Highly Sensitive, Happily Married, the podcast that teaches you to not only have an easier marriage as a sensitive woman, but to have one that feels more amazing by the day, where you'll hear relatable stories, love advice that works, and coaching on how to have a marriage where feeling upset and disconnected is a thing of the past, and where instead, a sense of loving connection and even fun and lightness is the norm. I'm Hannah Brooks, highly sensitive person, love expert, and marriage coach, and I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Hello, my friends. Today we are going to talk some more about connection, specifically how you can benefit from connecting his way. Because if you're anything like the hundreds and thousands of highly sensitive women that I've talked to and coached, you really love and value connection. It's so yummy and it's one of the biggest things you yearn for in your marriage. So I'm going to be talking about that in in some more different ways. I've been talking about it a little bit recently, so buckle up. (laughs) So men and women, and some people might not like hearing this, but it's been shown and backed up by lots of research that men and women actually tend to have slightly different tendencies towards connection or things that they do that bring them a sense of connection. Or in other words, they have different ways of connecting. So whether this is from conditioning or or it's actually like nature, right? Physiological, innate to the male brain and and human mechanism and or the and the female. actually, I believe it's really both nature and nurture, right? It Either way, it doesn't really matter where it comes from. It's just so often very true, right? Like look around uh, at the way your, your if you have a, a male husband, <laughs> how he goes out and like what he does with his friends and how he seems to connect with his buddies, Right, and then think about the things that you tend to do. Right, it's oftentimes it's fairly different, and certainly not all the time. Right, I'm generalizing, of course. <laughs> um, but in general, men tend to get sort of the feeling of connection through engaging in activities. We talked a little bit about this in the the recent episode about moving together. And and if you think about this, like just think about like. I'm thinking about like my like boys in high school, like my son, for example, who is always doing right? He's when he's with his friends, he's in action, he's skateboarding, he's skiing, you know, he's walking. Um, and that's how they bond. Right? And you can think about very little boys, they're always like moving blocks around and playing Legos together and running with squirt guns, right? This is very much the male way of connecting. Whereas, like, thinking about myself in high school, or, or as a little girl, well, Actually, not so much as a little girl, but actually even then, like we, my girlfriends and I did a lot of talking and about playing house and how we were, you know, sitting down and having tea and all of this. And certainly as, as I matured as a woman, and I know this is true for so many, so many women, our prime activity of connection was talking. We talked, we drove and we talked, we ate and we talked, we cooked and we talked, we drank coffee and hot chocolate and we talked, Right. And nowadays, when I get together with my girlfriends, sometimes we do go for walks, but we oftentimes sit and eat and talk (laughs) or sit on the porch 
and talk, right? Talking, having deep, juicy conversation or intellectual conversation for so many women and especially for highly sensitive women is such a wonderful form of connection, right? We, we really do most naturally feel connected through talking, through looking at each other, reading, uh, you know, our, our facial expressions and our intonations, right? And I think we could also extend this in our marriages. Oftentimes, what I hear from my clients, what I know from my own life and my friends, highly sensitive women's friends' lives, we love cuddles, right? We love like that physical intimacy for, for many, many of us, right? And of course, many men do too. Many men do love talking and having deep and intellectual conversations, right? And cuddling, right? So what I'm saying here is not like a hard and fast rule or a black and white thing, right? All humans are unique. There's a full spectrum or full range about how humans like to connect. But again, this is just kind of an in general kind of thing, right? But there really is research that shows that in general, men have different ways of connecting and feeling connected than women. And again, men's uh, way is often very activity-based. So it's important to really just get the facts of that, like understand that that's the way it is, <laughs> right? Because then we can start working with the way it is instead of fighting the reality as I've talked about in, in various forms on this podcast, right? Fighting reality never works. Let's work with reality. The reality that is ours in this current moment and the differences in men and women, et cetera, et cetera. And, and make it so that we can have great connected experiences of our marriages, right? So you can use this understanding of how men connect to really benefit you. <laughs> so you, that you both can feel the connection that you want to with each other. And that's what I'm going to help you with now. So once again, let's just really think about what do the guys in your neck of the woods tend to do together, right? For me, I see lots of men biking together in groups by my house. I see them playing frisbee on the lawns and the big rec fields. I see them playing baseball or hiking together, right? Or, you know, oftentimes men like to hang out together and watch sports on TV, right? Or go to games or, you know, gather to play, you know, more sedentary games like video games or poker or other sit-down kinds of games, right? There's almost always some kind of activity going on when men gather. Not always. My, hus my husband loves going to like the dudes in, in the neighborhood have a bonfire and they sit around that and talk or stand around that, right? So, I mean, there's a focal point, right? But it's outdoors, <laughs> right? A little, little more sedentary than, than some men's activities. So the solution, if that's not your very favorite way of, of, of engaging with your husband, Right? If it's not like you're always doing those things with him, if you're not always really into the same kind of sportsy physical activities or playing those sorts of card games or whatever, um, the, the, does that mean you're doomed to never have connection? No, of course not. So the solution here is not to have to be just like them, 
right? And it's also not to make them into us, like, or force them to connect in the way that we naturally tend to connect, right? Or the way that we connect with our women friends. Instead, it's really about finding the places you overlap. That's a piece of it. And inviting him towards your ways of connecting and moving towards his ways of connecting, right? Using the very sort of facts of his ways of his preferences for connection to your advantage to move towards connecting in ways that you like. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to explain this and that's really the part that I'm going to talk about today. I'll be talking a little bit more and I'll reference some ways you can kind of invite him towards your ways of connecting, right? Um, and find those places that you'll overlap. Well, maybe we'll get into that a little bit here today. But we are going to specifically look at how you can sort of move towards his ways and use them to connect, to move towards more of the ways you like connecting, okay? Which I'm going to, again, break down in a minute. So I first want to offer here this idea that so many of us have, it should be equal, we need to meet in the middle. Like, yeah, that would be amazing, hypothetically, right? If everyone was giving 50%, 50%, like we were all just like doing our very best to always meet each other where we were, right? Um, that would be amazing. Hypothetically, it is. But is that really working for you in reality? Are you both really great at meeting each other exactly where you are and sort of compromising and uh, all that? If so, that's awesome. Keep up, keep it up, right? And if not, if you find um, just in general, you aren't finding that common ground, you aren't meeting in the middle, you aren't connecting as much as you want and you want to feel more connection, I invite you to try this approach, which again is to meet him in his way and guide him towards your way. We might just call that the rule, right? The rule is meet him in his way and guide him towards your way. This rule will work so much better to create the connection and the closeness you want than some of the other approaches you may have tried. Some of the backfiring techniques, some of the fighting reality, some of the trying to get him to do it your way, right? Especially if you found he's not so receptive or he isn't doing that right? And of course, keep working towards meeting in the middle, right? But don't make it a problem if that's not happening right now. Okay? Don't make it a problem. Learn how to create the connection you want to experience by working with the reality as it is right now. So I'm going to give you a little backstory here that I love as sort of just an analogy, which is that I, some of my training is in yoga for depression and anxiety. It's one of the places I've studied and am fascinated by. And I used to do a lot of teaching and one-on-one -on -one work with people around. One of the biggest concepts of that work, right? Yoga for mental, emotional health is meet the state the person is in. If I'm working with a client, I would meet them where they were, right? So meaning if they were kind of in an anxiety state, like anxious, I would meet them 
in that place with faster movements that kind of match anxiety, if that makes sense. Really just like bigger, faster, quicker movements because anxiety is kind of fast and buzzy, right? And then I'd gradually help them slow down to moving slowly, right? Meaning back towards a centered place, movements that um, bring them to centeredness and calmness. Right. And with depression, it would be the exact opposite. We'd start real slow because depression's very slow. Right. It's meant like molasses like. And then I'd move them towards more bright, active, faster movements. Yeah. I'm inviting you to use the same concept with your man. Right. Meet him in connecting in ways, the ways that he's at, the places that he's at, the things he already enjoys the ways that work for him to feel connected and then gently move him towards connection that works with you. So I want to just say like using this idea, I set you free to be creative with it, right? Be creative with it. See how it works with it. Play with it. Experiment with it. Explore. And now I'm happy to share some more specific ways that I would suggest trying out and working with. So again, the first piece is Understanding what your particular partner, your particular man enjoys in terms of connection, right? How does he connect with his friends? How, maybe how have you connected sort of that you could see were really, ways that were really fun for him? I've had clients who, and this is true for me and my husband too, who like their husband was active and like loved going on hikes and getting outdoors for that kind of adventure, and I, my husband loves biking, for example. So I've been choosing to t- learn how to really enjoy biking, taking long bike rides in the country, so that, you know, as a way of connecting with him. And it's been fun for me. And I've seen this work beautifully with my clients going on these long hikes with their, their partner. And I'll tell you what happens once they're on those hikes in just a minute. So yeah, make that list. And here's that piece where you can actually include things you've both enjoyed together. Like that's always amazing, right? If there are activities, like my husband and I both always loved hiking. That's like the first date we ever took. We went hiking, right? Uh, Make a list of those things too, because that's the best to already love and enjoy being with him uh, in ways that he loves and enjoys being with you. Um, And then... See that whole list and notice if if you like any of them or kind of open to any of those activities that he seems to like that you haven't done with him. Yeah? That's going to be a great starting point to just try out those activities with him. And, you know, some ideas, just to throw out a few ideas, and maybe because if you're coming up blank, I want to offer you some ideas, right? Maybe he doesn't even know what he loves. Right? So that's kind of fun. You can explore that together. You can adventure together, right? Like in your neighborhood, out, out around the area where you live, or further afield, like going to new places, exploring our world. Like my husband and I love to go to Airbnbs in new parts of our own state just to see that like different local environment and have a little getaway time together, right? And have adventures out in the world, right? And again, you could also explore totally new activities together. Like my husband and I took a pottery class together. All sorts of things are available, but make sure in this particular case, you're finding activities that your husband's interested in doing or he already likes. 
Okay. Um, so that's where we start. We figure that out and then we go ahead and engage in those activities, right? And getting back to my clients who, who have like reported such success with this, quite a few of them have shared how they've done some activity with him. Most often it's been hiking that I can remember, uh, like active activity that he likes. And then they've brought up a topic that they find juicy and they want to talk about with him. And what they find, and this is really a whole big part of this whole episode, one of my, one of my main points here, is he's much more likely to open up and engage in this kind of connecting, in this kind of connection, talking, communicating with you that you love, right? He's, in other words, more likely to be able to meet you in your form of connection, that you love yeah I just love this it's it's such a fun little trick <laughs> that can be really powerful and um, really impactful in your whole marriage now in this same regard I won't, it's really important that we don't overlook sex because it's so much the same thing right because for so many men this is one of their prime ways of feeling emotionally close to their partner Right? They, lots of research to the male clients that I work with. They tell me this is true for them and for the men in my life. I know this is true. We've, I've had lots of conversations with men about this. So for men, they engage in the act of sex or some form of physical intimacy, right? And then they begin to feel emotionally close to you. And this is where it's hot. It's challenging, right? This is where those differences are important <laughs> is that for women, it's most often that we do better when we feel emotionally close first, right? We do better in terms of like, we're more interested in physical intimacy and sex once we're already feeling close, right? But for men, it's the opposite. So Here's the thing, you can capitalize on this understanding with the same rule, the same concept I've been talking about. One way you can handle this, and I'm not saying always handle it this way, right? But one great way to handle this is meet him in his way and guide him towards your way. Meaning be open to jumping into lovemaking quicker than you normally would in order to bring both of you the emotional intimacy that you really love and cherish. So I'd like you to think about it like this. If you know he feels so much closer to you during and after sex, and you know that you love that closeness that happens there, would you be open to having sex before you feel deeply emotionally connected? Right? And there's no right or wrong answer here. You don't have to say yes. It's just a beautiful opportunity you have if you feel open to it, to exploring this opportunity, right? I do suggest exploring trying it out before you totally close the door on that. And I want to be really clear, this does not mean forcing yourself, right? Does not mean forcing yourself into sex when you really don't want it. Totally know what I'm talking about, right? But it does mean being willing to try it and being open to it for your own benefit. And it does mean taking responsibility right, for yourself, for getting yourself 
more more into the mood being more open to it and really like clearing the way inside of yourself to enjoy the lovemaking itself and feeling the closeness to be had like within it right and if this sounds really hard to you if you're anything like me like I was however many years ago I was like no I really need to feel close before they're like anyway I'm going there (laughs) I highly highly recommend listening to the podcast episode I think it was number 38 it's called three ways to fuel more to fuel more desire when you're not in the mood right that'll give you some good understandings and some some ideas about how to support yourself to be a little bit more open to it to be more ready so that you can then uh bringing bring that connection that emotional closeness that you want with him and then this is the next part that's the key here and it's the best part like have you ever noticed how he is open to cuddles and even more conversation after lovemaking right if he isn't asleep (laughs) right and of course if he does sleep suggestion tip change up the time the time of day to earlier in the day right when he's not gonna be as tired Or like pull him out of bed right afterwards for like a slow dance and a chat. And that's my point here is you can move him towards your way of connecting easier once he's in that emotional close space. Or you can just be in the closeness, right, of your still bodies together and really feel that emotional closeness that you love, right? But knowing he's totally there too because sex helps him get there. Right. But also, again, it's a beautiful time to, to just start talking, to talk with him. Right? Maybe it's deep conversations. Maybe it's just light conversations that are just loving and connecting. Yeah. Or again, pull him out of bed, have that slow dance you love, chat him up. Right. All sorts of opportunities there for you to then, then connect with him in your way, the ways that you love. Yeah. So I want to make one more important point here because I can almost hear some of you being like what does it but like why do I always have to be the one who's compromising or doing the work so I want to be clear I am not saying don't work towards meeting in the middle right of course that's a beautiful goal but again I don't want you to make it mean anything's gone wrong if if you're not there yet or it's not as easy to get there as you'd like right the ultimate goal is to have him learn to enjoy connecting your way and vice versa right? Both of you learning how to connect each other's favorite ways. But of course, it's not always going to be like that. And if it isn't already, my advice is to be willing to go first, right? And lead the way. And as you do that, you'll have more like credit to ask him to do the same. And ask him, of course, in a way that he's more likely to receive and be inspired to want to learn to meet you in that way you love connecting, right? This is really where great communication skills are so handy. So if you have tried to sway him in the past to do more of the things you love to connect, like have more conversation, share feelings more, right? All the things that we tend to love as highly sensitive women. And he hasn't really done that, risen to the occasion, right? I really invite you to listen to episode 42. It's called what to do when he doesn't honor your request to be more romantic, but really it can translate into what to do when he isn't connecting your way. 
right? What to do when you've talked to him about connecting your way and he's still not doing it, right? This is a great episode for helping with this. It's got some great tips and communication tactics in there for you. And in an upcoming episode, we will talk about, about a bit more about one of the things that you can do to weave more connection your way into regular weekly life together. So look for that pretty soon. And lastly, as I, had, I said recently in the like moving together episode, this is important. Connection is not, when it comes down to it, about actions, right? They're helpful, of course. The source of feeling true connection is in you, right? It's in how you perceive your relationship, how you perceive him, how you relate to him in your mind, how you think about him and your relationship and yourself, right? It's in your mind, which is beautiful, right? And of course, this is a big part of the work that my clients do and really master when they work with me. They, they learn how to find their way easily to feeling connected and like a team with this person they've chosen as their life partner, right? And from those places, those, that space of feeling connected, you know, their actions and words that connect, actions and words that connect really do flow, especially easily. Um, and of course, they're, they're, they feel such things reciprocated more as well. So short of becoming a client, which I highly encourage of you, if you, you know, if you've felt any pull to do so, to do this work, to work with me, uh, if you want a tiny taste of this, of shifting into the feeling state of connection, right? And also get some great nervous system calming relaxation inducing uplifting medicine i invite you to grab what i call my uplift breath and heart coherence guided audio it's a go-to practice of my own i love it always brings me into that yummy feeling of sort of warmth of heart and connection and relaxation just that place that it's so easy to feel connected to my man from and i know it will help you do the same i will You know, it's totally free for you. I'll put the link for it in the show notes. Or you can grab it directly from the link www.lifeisworthloving.com forward slash uplift hyphen breath hyphen sign hyphen up. I think it's easier to go to the show note link. (laughs) All right. Enjoy that. Enjoy exploring this whole concept of connecting his way to move towards connecting your way.